as is the case every year, I sometimes need to recharge my batteries. And that's kind of why I go to the NFL draft every year. But like last year, I'm so bogged down mentally, not only with this, but with work. Sometimes I just got to take some me time. And I did that this last week. That's why I was off for this whole last week. Um, But I'm back. Let's get at her. Let's start with the tight ends. You're in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast, brought to you by me, myself, and I. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13, and over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. Updated draft spreadsheets have gone out. Updated depth charts have gone out. If you are currently not getting these materials, please DM me on Twitter and Instagram. Please hit me up on Messenger, Dennis M. Roy, over there on the on the Facebook. And, oh, my God, Toronto is just fucking really falling apart right now to the Boston Red Sox. Holy shit. Is that a triple? That's a fucking triple. Holy shit. All right, we're starting our NFL draft coverage. Um... Wanted to start it last week. I did have tight ends done last week. I had that all sent out. Uh, updated spreadsheet does have the running backs done. I'm working on wide receivers this week. Uh, probably won't get a wide receiver podcast out during the week. I'm going to try and jam out these wide receivers as fast as humanly possible. Uh, but they're, there's a lot, <laughs> to say the least. So... <clears throat> probably won't be out until this weekend. I might have to record it on Sunday. I uh, got a nice uh, weekend off coming up. Uh, surprised me. My daughter's going to be doing a sleepover all weekend uh, before her trip down to Florida next week. So, uh, But let's go ahead. Let's get into these, these players. We're going to do the tight ends. This is how we're going to work it. We're going to start at the top of the spreadsheet and work down. It's all in alphabetical order. Um, just kind of makes it easier for everybody. If anybody is opening up the spreadsheet and trying to follow along, um, that's kind of how I like to do this. So, uh, let's start at the top. Uh, Carrie Angeline out of North Carolina state, uh, PFF rank is 15th rated tight end 293 overall. He's projected as a seventh round UDFA pick. No ranking on ESPN. Uh, NFL.com rankings, these are the Bucky, Book, uh, Bucky Brooks rankings. Basically, it's just going to give you the top five or ten, I believe, if I remember correctly, um, at each position. So 
Uh, we're not going to really bother too much with the NFL.com because it doesn't become relevant. But uh, we're going to talk about these guys here little by little. I'm going to try and keep this, of course, like we want to do, somewhere around an hour or less. Um, Tight ends, there's nothing really fantasy relevant. There's not a whole hell of a lot of fantasy relevancy. Um, But I did go through some of the guys. Uh, You'll notice that some of the the write-ups, you know, they're a little bit shorter um, than the other ones. Uh, it's just because it really isn't, you know, you, you get down to some of these guys and it's just like, there's not really that much to talk about. They're not flashy. They're not anything that's, they don't have any traits that really stand out. Um, so it is what it is. Now, when we're looking at the NFL Pro Day workout results, these are, um, you know, the the individual, basically the individual workouts that they did at the, at each individual college. Um, take them with a grain of salt. These aren't, you know, we didn't have a draft combine this year, right? So these aren't quote unquote professionally done. Um, they're all hand, most of them are hand time. Some of them are laser time, but you're not, some, some of the guys ran on grass, some of them ran on turf, so it, it, it's going to change shit up. But uh, it is kind of nice to kind of look at some of the results that they had. You know, 40-yard dash, uh, the faster the better, right? But uh, um, it's kind of all done by, you know, it's different by position, right? So 40-yard dash for a tight end, hey, you get anything. You get anything down there in the 4.6, 4.7, that's a pretty damn good tight end. Um, bench press reps, you're always looking for a high number. Um, out of your tight ends, your offensive, you know, your offensive linemen, defensive linemen, uh, your running back, you love it out of your running backs as well. Um, your, some of your wide receivers, though, mm, I, let's just say what it is. It, just call it what it is, right? A lot of these guys aren't strong as hell in the upper body. It's mostly their lower body, uh, fast speed, you know, that type of thing, get, trying to get the power out of their starts so uh vertical jumps love it for the skill position players you know minus the quarterbacks i don't really we don't really care uh i tend to look anything that gets over pretty much anything anything that gets over 36 inches right so three feet that that's what really kind of stands out for me broad jumps um I'm looking for anything over 10, you know, 10 feet and over. Uh, anything less is kind of like, okay. Now, offensive linemen, uh, some of the, even, you know, the defensive tackles, right? If you're not getting a 10-foot jump, fine. It, it is what it is. Uh, Three-cone drill. I don't like anything that's over a 7.5. I prefer something right, right around seven seconds in the three-cone drill. Um, anything, anything below seven is phenomenal. Uh, and you will see that in some of the running backs that we have. Um, but that's neither here nor there. That's the next podcast here. 20 yard shuttle. Uh, pretty much it's anything that's, um, 4.5 or, or, or faster. That's really, 
um, what we're looking for there. So, but let's get back to Kerry Angeline. Okay, like we said, he's a seventh round. He's a UDFA type guy, so probably not a guy that's on anybody's real radar. Uh, but he is a nice big. Pa- he is a nice big target. Gets a little passes uh, down near you know the knees and ankles. I like that, he's a very consistent hand catcher. Rarely lets the ball get into his body. Uh, knows how to high point the ball. More of a move tight end as he lines up more towards the slot. Didn't get a ton of opportunities at NC State to show off what he can do. Uh, but he did increase his output uh, from year to year. Um, not much of a leaper with his height. Doesn't need to with the huge. Doesn't need to have the huge upset we'd like to see. Ran a rather slow 40 time, but I do like the 7.22 cone drill. Uh, that's agility, so which means he, which means he has agility and it shows up when you watch him on the field. Going to be extremely late draft pick if he gets selected at all. Could be a nice hidden gem UDFA for someone if they're willing to work with him. Uh, could be a nice complimentary tight end, but not someone who would be a full time starter. So not really anything of incredible interest for um, fantasy, but it is definitely something to look at. Now, tight, end, tight ends are really hit or miss because tight ends usually will take uh, at least a season or two to really do anything within the league. I know we're going to talk about Kyle Pitts. All right, fine. Um, but... Uh, Tight ends usually are the guys that, if you're doing rookie drafts, uh, you're generally going to wait until the very end of your draft um, and just find kind of the guys that maybe you're willing to sit on for a couple of years or a couple of years and see if they uh, pan out. Uh, next, we have John Bates out of Boise State. Uh, unlike Kerry Angeline, I'll actually say he's a redshirt senior, six foot six, two fifty six. It's very nice size. Uh, he's a fourteenth rated tight end according to PFF. 287 overall. He is round projected at five. Um, now, you do have to kind of look at some of these PFF round projections versus what their ranks are. Um, I think some of these have changed. They've kind of updated uh, based on their on the pro days that they've seen or or what they've seen compared to other you know guys who've actually ran a pro day. So... Um, that PFF round projection is probably more closer to accurate than the actual uh, PFF rank. So that's all I'm going to say. Uh, <clears throat> his highlight film says best tight end in the Mountain West. And what I'm saying about John Bates is get the fuck out of here. He is nothing really special. Uh, he'll let the ball come into his body way too much. I hate that. Uh, that's where, you, you know, basically you have your hands right in front of, it, like, say, your stomach. In your cupping, uh, making that little home right next to your stomach. I hate that shit. I hate that out of tight ends, out of wide receivers. Running backs, I kind of let it get away with because it's a little bit tighter conditions usually that they're getting that ball, uh, closer proximity to the quarterback. So I'm, I kind of let it slide a little bit, but there's not much out there as far as for receiving. He's an okay blocker. He has some nice blocks when he stays low on the defensive end, puts him on his ass. More of a true inline tight end, so there's no, no real chance for him to be reliable for fantasy. Uh, stats really didn't show him doing very much. Uh, two tight ends out of four years uh, at Boise State, so not really an end zone target. 
compared to some of the other tight ends. Next, we have Matt Bushman out of BYU. He's a senior, six foot five, two forty, so a decent size. Uh, Pro Football Focus ranked him as a twelfth uh, tight end, two seventy eight overall uh, for all players. Uh, PFF uh, round projection was uh, round seven, a UDFA. ESPN ranked him as their fifth overall tight end. And I'm going to tell you this. I usually do not agree with ESPN, but I think they're correct on this one. And I can't get anybody to fucking say anything on Matt Bushman, which means that he is very, very fucking under the radar. Uh, He sat out the uh, 2020 season due to an Achilles injury, which which is what's dropping his draft stock. Uh, And he does claim to be at 100%. Really like the kids. Stats don't lie with him, okay? Uh, 2019 bring, uh, at BYU, and he was a main tar- one of the main targets for Zach Wilson that year. Uh, he had 47 receptions for 688 yards. That's a 14.6 average. Only had four touchdowns. That's fine. The year before, his sophomore year in 2018, 29 receptions for 511 yards, 17.6 average. Okay, he's more of a hand catcher with very few bobbles and letting the ball get into his body, which is always going to be high on my board, right? The few bobbles that I seen were on a pass from the running back on a trick play, and for fuck's sakes, when he went for a one-handed catch and almost bounced the ball off his knee. Doesn't appear to be the fastest tight end I've seen, but I do like that he can line up in line and go into his route after stabbing the uncommoning rusher. Uh, he could be a really nice find in a couple of years if he ends up on the right team and they allow him to grow. So Matt Bushman is really going to be the one of these guys uh, that we're going to look for. We're going to see where he goes, where he ends up. And if he ends up in a really good spot where in a couple of years he might be able to take over the starting spot, he's going to be one of those guys that are going to be late in your in your dynasty drafts. Okay. So circle that name, write it down somewhere. Matt Bushman, BYU. We will talk about him. Uh, Nick Eubanks out of Michigan, Richard Sr., 6'5", 245. Nice uh, size there. PFF rank ninth, uh, to, or tight end nine, 235 overall, 7 slash UDFA. ESPN ranked him as, the ten, as their tight end 10. Uh, the only way this kid doesn't let the ball hit his body is if you throw it a couple feet away from him. He's not very sure-handed, even when the ball is dropped in him with no one around. I mean, I can tell why they didn't throw to him very often. The proof is in his stats. He will be no more than a third on the depth chart type of player. No interest here. Uh, Senior year, five games, 10 receptions for 117 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Basically a full year, 2019 at Michigan. Uh, 12 games, 25 receptions, 243 yards, 9.7. Uh, average four touchdowns. I've seen this kid watching him. Uh, you know, we know, <clears throat> you know, me, myself, and I know a little bit more about uh, Big Ten football just for, you know, because I'm a Badger fan. And Nick Eubanks never stood out, never stood out at all. Next, we have Pat Fryermuth out of Penn State, junior, 6'5, 258, very nice size. Uh, he is the second. He is tight end two uh, in PFF, 41 overall. 
uh, round projection of two. ESPN has him has him as their tight end two forty four overall. Uh, NFL.com actually here's a rank for it, and he is two there. So Fryermuth is a consensus number two tight end after Pitts, but to be honest, I think I like Bushman more. Uh, quote unquote, baby Gronk can track a ball pretty well, but unlike Bushman, where he's a true hand catcher, Fryermuth tends to let the ball into his body and traps it there. He is still a pretty impressive college tight end and should be able to contend for a starting role after his rookie year. He needs to work on his hands, and to be honest, could use a good kick in the teeth to humble his ass. He is very cocky. Very, 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 very cocky. Uh, just because his number is 87 doesn't mean he is at Gronk level when he came into the league. So, 2019, 13 games, he had 43 receptions for 507 yards. It's an 11.8 average, seven touchdowns. Uh, 2020 as a junior, four games, 23 receptions, 310 yards, 13.5 average, and one touchdown. So, you can see there, uh, in four games with the 23 receptions, that's close to about six receptions per game. So they went to him pretty, pretty often, uh, at least for a tight end. Next, we have Kylan Grayson. He is out of uh, Southern Methodist University, or SMU. That's in Texas. Uh, senior, 6'3", 235, uh, 4.640, uh, 16 bench press reps. Holy shit, I forgot to do, be doing this. Oh, that's right, because none of the other guys fucking worked out. That's why. Uh, 36.5-inch vertical jump, so that's nice. 10-foot broad jump, very good. Uh, code drill, 7.05, so he gets towards that 7-second uh, marker, which is good. Uh, he's tight end seven according to PFF, one ninety seven overall. Uh, round projection of six. Uh, ESPN has him ranked as their eleventh tight end, two hundred six overall. NFL.com has nothing. Um, he is a little small for my liking, but if you want to see a true move tight end, it's Granson. Okay, he's a guy that they could move into that a team could move into the slot. He's pretty quick for the position. He has some nice ups, which shows up on his film. He also has some nifty feet as well, and he could be successful in the right system if they have a blocking tight end and want a guy that could split off into the slot. I like the kid, but his hands need some work. Does try to catch with his hands as much as possible, but tends to bobble a little bit too much. Needs work, but I don't hate the kid. 2019, 12 games. He had 43 receptions for 721 yards. That is a 16.8 average, nine touchdowns. 2020, he had 35 uh, 35 receptions in 10 games, so a bit of a, de- a bit of a decline, but it was still a 15.3 average with five touchdowns. So, uh, talented kid. He did play in, in you know Conference USA at Rice his first two years, and then went to SMU in the American American uh, uh, the American League, which. I mean, that's kind of his knock is that he's playing in kind of a smaller division or a smaller conference, I should say. Um, so that's where his knocks are going to come in, and that's why he's not going to be rated that high. But he's a pretty decent kid. I, I, don't, I don't hate him whatsoever, but he's going to need work. Who we got next? We got Noah Gray out of Duke. 
six foot four, two hundred and forty pound senior, so a little bit light. Uh, four point five five forty yard dash. It's not too bad. Uh, fifteen be- uh, bench reps, thirty five inch vertical. Okay, he's right there. Uh, nine foot seven broad jump. Don't like that. Uh, but a co- his three cone drill, his agility drill, six point eight three. It's pretty fucking good for a tight end. Uh, PFF has him ranked as their seventeen as tight end seventeen, two ninety nine overall. Round seven slash UDFA projection. Uh, ESPN ranked him as their number six, so they see him a little bit different, differently. One forty three overall. Seems like he would be better suited as a slot wide receiver than as a tight end. Does not play to his size as a move tight end. Uh, tends to let the ball come into his body a bit too much, but I will say he shows really good concentration on batted balls to him and can pull in those passes as well, some more difficult catches. He's like one of those guys that can't catch the fucking easy one, but uh, if you throw uh, if you throw some kind of ridiculous ball to him, he's going to catch it every time. Don't hate the kid, but don't see him making an impact at the next level. Uh, 2019. In 12 games, he had 51 receptions, 392 yards for only a 7.7 average, three touchdowns in 2020, 10 games, 29 receptions for 285. That's a 9.8 average, two touchdowns. So nothing spectacular there. I think PFF's got it right versus ESPN. Brevin Jordan out of Miami, junior, 6'3", 245. So he comes in a bit shorter than what I like, all right? 4.6740, 4.6740, though, like that. Bench press, 17, 31-inch vertical. Yikes. Uh, you're going to want a bigger vertical. You're going to want a much larger vertical on a guy that's shorter. Uh, broad jump is 9, point, or, uh, nine foot 8 inches. He is PFF uh, th- uh, tight end 3, 95th overall, round projection of the third round. ESPN ranked him as their tight end 4, 76 overall. And NFL.com also has him as their tight end four. Um, he is a complete body catcher, not very sure-handed. Now, it's something that he can work on, and one thing that I always like is that every... Oh, my God. I totally had this cut off. Sorry. Uh, is that every season he seemed to improve. So if a coaching staff can get him to catch more with his hands and not rely on his body to secure the ball, then I believe he has a chance to do things in the NFL. One other thing that doesn't sit well, though, with me is that he doesn't have that leaping ability that you would like from your tight end, especially in the red zone. He did play tight to the line at times, but I see him as more of a move tight end at the next level. So... His sophomore year, 2019, nine games, 35 receptions for 495. That's a 14.1 average, two touchdowns. His uh, junior year, though, uh, in 2020, eight games, 38 receptions, 576, 15.2 average, seven touchdowns. So you see there is a progression there, which is he's growing more into the role. So like I say, Gets with the right coaching staff, they can probably work out some of those kinks and make him into a, uh, a solid tight end. But I would like him to basically get to a team where he can sit behind a guy and kind of learn, you know, uh, a little bit more of the details, the specifics, what, you know, a team really wants out of their tight end. 
Hunter Long out of Boston College, redshirt junior, six foot five, two fifty three. So he's got the size, four point six five forty yard. So that's good. No bench. He didn't do the bench. He only had a thirty two point five vertical uh, at six five. He should be okay there. Ten foot two inch broad jump. I like that. Uh, three cone drill. A little bit slower than what I like at seven point four one. But he does come over under the seven point five threshold. PFF rank has him as tight end 5, 150 overall, round projection of, of the 4th. ESPN has him as tight end 3, 65th overall. And NFL.com has him ranked as their tight end 3. He does remind me of a young Zach Ertz, plays in line, and can also play out towards the slot. Decent blocker and uses his hands when catching the ball versus letting it hit his body. That is big for me. I can't stress that enough. He's not going to wow anyone, but he is a guy that is going to just come in and do his job. Increase his workload with each season, which is good. Yard per carry drop for, uh, from his sophomore to junior year, but that's okay because of the immense increase in targets for the offense. What I'm talking about here is 2019 as a sophomore, 11 games, 28 receptions for 509 yards. That is an 18.2 yards uh, per uh, reception, uh, only two touchdowns. His senior or uh, his junior year, eleven games, but fifty-seven receptions for six eighty-five. T- only a twelve-yard per catch average. It's fine. Five touchdowns. So he's increased and he increased it. Okay, went uh, from freshman to junior year, four receptions, twenty-eight to fifty-seven. That's what we like to see. We like to see that progression. Uh, could be a solid tight end. Again, all depends on where he goes. Trey McKitty out of Georgia. God, you got to love those Georgia tight ends. We loved them last year, right? Nope. Fuck that. Uh, senior, six foot five, two 245, so he's got the size. We have no pro day. Uh, tight end, eight, according to PFF, 215 overall. Round projection of the sixth. ESPN ranks him as tight end 7, 173 overall. NFL.com ranks him as tight end 5. Both Florida State, he played uh, three years at Florida State and one in Georgia, okay? So both Florida State and Georgia really loved lining him up as a halfback uh, and fullback, okay? They utilize him as a blocker and a pass catcher from there from time to time. He's a decent ball catcher and a really decent blocker. If he can find the right system, he can be a solid number two tight end in an offense. This is the guy that's kind of like uh, uh, Deguera, who got drafted by the Packers last year. So not he's not going to set up as a regular tight end. Uh, it'd be where you'd have that tight end that transitions into that fullback role. So, um, I mean, sophomore, uh, freshman year, one reception, twenty three yards. Sophomore year, 26 receptions for 256. Uh, Junior year, 23 receptions for 241. Uh, Only had four games in uh, for his senior year. Uh, Six receptions for 108. So his average average went, well, forget his freshman because it was only one reception in one game. Uh, 9.8, 10.5, and then 18. He only had three touchdowns in those three years. So he's not he's not going to come in and be a flashy guy. Anybody worth that's going to be worth drafting, okay? Briley Moore out of Kansas State, 
senior, six foot four, two fifty. Decent forty, four point six four. Bench press though, holy shit, he this kid is good and strong. Twenty six reps in there. Uh, his vertical jump was thirty eight inches. That's good. Uh, broad jump ten uh, ten foot three inches. Very good. Uh, PFF did not rank him out the gate, but they did end up with a round projection of the fifth round. ESPN and NFL.com also did not rank him. Uh, body catcher and double clutcher when he does catch with his hands. He's okay when he has the ball in his hands, but to be honest, because I literally had to add this kid because PFF is a bunch of douchebags. Fuck this guy. <laughs> so his first is... Uh, 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 sophomore and junior year, he was at uh, uh, University of Northern Illinois. Um, so they didn't uh, they didn't really have anything uh, over at my uh, Pro Football Reference place where I like to get a lot of my stats. But here, I, I ended up getting them somewhere. I think it was ESPN. But uh, 2018, he had 39 receptions, 536, uh, good for a 13.7 average, four touchdowns. Uh, 2019, four receptions, 26 yards, uh, 6.5 average. Whew. So we kind of throw that year out. We'll just go to his last year as a senior. He had 22 receptions for 338, good for 15.4 average and three touchdowns. So uh, he's got a little bit of talent, but he is. Ugh. I just don't do not like his catching ability. I don't think he's going to get it done. Uh, there's way too much that needs to get worked on. So. All right, Quentin Morris out of Bowling Green, uh, six foot four, two hundred fifty-one pound senior, good size, four point six forty. That's great. Uh, Twenty-two bench reps, great. Uh, vertical jump thirty-four, a little bit low. It, it's close. Broad jump was nine feet eleven inches, so it was close to ten foot. But a seven point one two three cone drill. That's great. Um, in fact, I think it was pretty damn close to the best. It actually tied uh, Kyle Pitts's uh, three cone drill, which is amazing. Um, PFF rank is uh, tight end 10, 237 overall. They did not have a round projection for him, which is weird. So that's going to make him basically a 7 slash UDFA. ESPN ranked him as tight end 12, 220 overall. NFL.com, no rank. Pretty good hands and a capable blocker as well. The kid looks a lot better than some of the other tight ends in this class and has better size than some others. He could be a steal late in the draft. Uh, last two years, 2019, 12 games, uh, 55 receptions for 649. That's good for an 11-point average, four touchdowns. <clears throat> Uh, senior year, um, actually, uh, you know what, this guy, I forgot about this too. This guy actually transitioned from a wide receiver into a tight end. Um, so he is going to be, he's going to be more of that move tight end, uh, slip in the slot type guy. Um, so his project is uh, production actually drops from his junior to his senior year because he takes on that different role, being the tight end versus uh, being a wide receiver. Uh, overall, though, uh, he had a 14.5 average uh, yards per catch average. Uh, his freshman year, 12.3. His sophomore year, 11.8. His junior, and then 12.4. His senior 
overall scored 13 touchdowns in his four-year career. Uh, like I said, he could be a steal late in the draft. Um, Matt Bushman should be, you know, de- definitely the guy we look at. Probably not Quentin Morris, to be honest. All right, now here's the big boy, Kyle Pitts out of Florida, six foot six, two hundred forty pound junior, and I believe he's actually added some weight here, four point four four forty. Uh, which is great. 22 bench reps, great. 33.5 in the vertical jump, eh, but he is six foot six, so I'll let it slide. His broad jump was 10 feet 9 inches. Um, you get you get anywhere close to 11 feet, it's amazing. And then his three-cone drill was 7.12. Uh, it was one of the best in the draft. Uh, PFF, PFF, ESPN, NFL, he's all number one, of course. Uh, first round projection. He has been compared to tight end Darren Waller, and if you just watch him, you def you can definitely see it. Can line up inside and out as a guy who is more of a tight end slash wide receiver hybrid. Uh, he is impressive. Catches with his hand, tracks a ball really well, can high point the pass, and is aggressive at fighting coverage for the ball when it's hit when it's tight. He looks as polished of a rookie tight end as I've seen in four years of doing my draft coverage. He can make an immediate impact coming into the league, but it will depend on what team drafts him. Titans generally take at least a season to get acclimated to the pro level. But if there is one guy who has a shot at bucking that trend, it is far and away Kyle Pitts. He is far and away the number one tight end on the board. Now that we're past the guy that everybody's drooling over, uh, we go to Tony Polygen out of Virginia, six foot seven. 265 pounds senior. He's a big dude. He's a fucking big dude. It shows too. Uh, tight end, uh, PFF tight end six, 183 overall. Round projection, uh, six round. ESPN has him as tight end eight, 176 overall. NFL.com has nothing. Uh, he is a former quarterback his first two years. His freshman and sophomore years, he was a quarterback uh, who converted to tight end. He is an incredibly big tar- target in the passing offense, and with his decent ability to catch and surprising speed, it's odd that he didn't get more opportunities in this offense. That is until you see his blocking ability, and you can see why. <laughs> He's not a very good blocker. Uh, for his size, he should be able to handle most DNs in college, and he can't seem to keep his shoulders from turning, which allows the defender to gain leverage on him. Needs a lot of work if he's going to make it in the NFL. So uh, as far as his tight end chops in 2019, 12 games, 33 receptions, 496 yards, 15 uh, yard per car- uh, catch average, four touchdowns. Uh, senior year, uh, 10, 10 games, 38 receptions. Uh, so he actually got better. Uh, 411 yards. Uh, 10.8 average, six touchdowns. So those two years, he had 10 touchdowns. So he's a big, big red zone target. Who do we got next? Dylan Soner out of Iowa State. Six foot seven, 272-pound redshirt senior. Another big guy. Uh, PFF tight end 13, 283 overall. Round projection 7 slash UDFA. No rank on ESPN or NFL.com. Going to purely be a blocking tight end at the next level. I will say this kid knows what he is doing. He keeps his shoulder straight and his hands inside on the defender. 
uh, seems to have a really level head about what he is, and with his size, he can be that extra blocker for a team for a few years at the tight end position. What am I talking about? 2019, nine games, seven receptions, 107 yards. 15.3 average, one touchdown. Senior year, nine games, 18 receptions. So he increased. 205 yards, 11.4 average, no touchdowns. Four-year career, one touchdown. Uh, he is a big guy. He's going to be your extra tackle at the goal line uh, if he gets drafted, of course. All right, Tommy Tremble out of Notre Dame. A lot of people talking a lot of shit, uh, a lot of good stuff about this kid. Six foot four, two hundred forty-two pound junior. PFF tight end four, one hundred one overall. Round projection of th- uh, the third round. Uh, no rank on ESPN or NFL.com. He's another really good blocking tight end who will make more of an impact as that tight end slash fullback hybrid. Uh, that we've been seeing the last couple of years. He has a future at the next level, but with his size, I don't see him being an inline tight end. Uh, think more Kyle Juszczyk, minus the rushing, than Mercedes Lewis. Uh, 2019 as a sophomore. Nine games, 16 receptions, 183 yards, 11.4 average, four touchdowns. Uh, his junior year, last uh, this last season, 10 games, 19 receptions, 218 yards, 11.5 yards per reception. Uh, did have a nice 40, uh, 4.6, 20 bench press reps, so he is a strong kid. 36.5 in the vertical jump, that's pretty good. And 10 foot 2 inches in the broad jump, which is good. Uh, but I don't, I, I just, I don't see anything special with him. I don't know why they're talking him up that much. Pro Wells out of TCU, Texas Christian. Tight end 11 for uh, Pro Football Focus, 261 overall. His round projection is the sixth round, no rank on ESPN or NFL.com. Here is your basketball player slash tight end guy of the draft. In high school, he was an accomplished basketball player as well as a wide receiver. Uh, But because of his size, he ended up playing tight end for the Horned Frogs of TCU. Kid knows how to use his size in the end zone, but I highly question his hands as a receiver. I'm going to keep an eye on this kid and where he goes in the draft because in a couple years he may blossom with the right team. 2019 as a redshirt sophomore. Eight games, 17 receptions, 196, uh, 11.5 average, five touchdowns. Uh, His junior year in seven games, he only had 13 receptions, 195. Uh, for a 15 average and three touchdowns, a lot of his plays were in the in the red zone, in the end zone. He's 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 okay. He's okay. Whether or not he makes it, eh. But like I said, if he gets drafted by the right team, I may say maybe take a shot on him. But again, late guy, still Bushman. Last but certainly not least, we have Kenny Yaboa out of. Mississippi, yeah, boy, uh, six foot four, two hundred forty pound senior, a little bit small, a little bit small. Okay, uh, PFF, he is tight end sixteen, two ninety six overall. Uh, round projection is uh, round seven slash UDFA. ESPN has him ranked as tight end nine, so they're a little bit higher on him, one eighty overall. NFL.com ranked nothing. Uh, kid has some really good hands and can block, which is why I don't get why his rate is so low among this class. Uh, he does play bigger than his frame, can line up in line and outside as well as I can see him lining up in the backfield. 
Very much a sleeper candidate in the right spot. I like this kid a lot. Uh, let's see here. Do his junior year. 10 games, 19 receptions for 233. That's a 12.3 average. Five touchdowns. Okay. His senior year, three less games. So he only played seven games. 27 receptions. Okay. That's eight more receptions. For 524 yards. That is a 19.4 yard per reception and six touchdowns. So those last two years, he scored 11 touchdowns. He had almost a 300-yard increase on only eight more receptions. Pay attention to that kid. Pay attention to that kid. He almost, he almost beat Matt, Matt Bushman in my in my uh, thoughts on uh, low end, you know, the low end, late tight end guy. So Kenny Yoboa, Matt Bushman, uh, Kyle Pitts, of course. Um, and then you have Friar Muth. So Pitts, Pitts and Friar Muth are going to be the definite uh, tight end guys for Dynasty. Um, Pitts for sure, no matter where he goes. Uh, Friar Muth, really, I would like to see him get into a specific offense that utilizes the tight end a little bit more. Like I said, he needs a kind of a kick in the dick uh, to get his head on straight. So uh, Kyler, uh, Kylan Granson, Matt Bushman, and Kenny Oboa would probably be the top three um, secondary guys uh, for any type of dynasty draft, but... We'll have to see. We, it's all going to be dependent upon where they get drafted. We talk about this all the time. That goes the same with, you know, quarterbacks, wide receivers, and running backs just as well. But it's really big for tight ends because it's such a hard position uh, to really kind of make it and make your presence felt as a rookie. So it's a long-term prospect type deal. So we'll pay attention to that. And, uh, yeah, that's going to complete tight ends. Next pod, we're going to hit them running backs up. Peace out.